Aloha! Welcome to the Hale o Nakaula podcast. We are based upcountry on the stunning island of Maui. If you have any questions or want to know more about us, you can always check us out at hokmaui.com. We would love to connect with you on social media throughout the week on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today, our pastor, Daniel Oliveira, unfolds key concepts about the 10 days of repentance and the Day of Atonement. These days are not about shame and regret, but rather an opportunity to realign with God's perfect plan for you. 1 Thessalonians 5.23 Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely, and may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, we yield to the Holy Spirit. You know, we do not resist. We do not drag our feet. But as we say, Lord, we open ourselves. We open our hearts. And we, we ask you to continue to work with us. Right. One thing that we have been talking a lot about is search my heart. You know, and as we continue in this last few days of the days of repentance or the days of returning to the Lord, we have a goal, we have an objective, right? We want to be, have our names written in the book of life. We want to receive forgiveness. Right? I mean, when you repent, it's because like David, blot out my sin. Psalms 51 is because you realize that something went wrong and you want to go back to what's right and you want to have the joy of the salvation restored to you. So during these days, it's important to be thinking about it and saying, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do restitution. I'm going to go, you know, give charity or I'm going to ask for forgiveness because, and I'm going to forgive. And I think that that's very important that whatever we we are asking for during these days, we are willing to give. Does it make sense? So if we want love, we want acceptance, we want forgiveness, it's a days of preparation in our hearts to be able to let go of those things. Because one of the, the things that we face when we study the the Day of Atonement is it's not the same as Passover, right? We know that our communion, when we come to church Sundays, you know, we take communion. We do that almost like the, the, in remembrance of Passover, of Christ dying and being crucified for us. And thank God for that. But we also remember that we all always have to come back 
to take communion. Because we, we still make mistakes. You know, and we get angry, and people do things to us, and we, we keep having a bad spirit or a bad reaction. And then we have to repent, come back and take communion again, and say, Lord, forgive me, cleanse me. But the Day of Atonement, when we talk about, you know, these 10 days of repentance leading to the Day of Atonement, we are asking for something bigger or more complete than salvation. Wouldn't you want to have that? <laughs> Even that trait of our personality could be changed. You know, and the problem is that, you know, like we were hearing earlier, we were talking about teshuvah, or the returning. It does not mean repentance. Repentance means regretting what you have become. Teshuvah means returning to who you truly are. And to me, this is has a lot to do with what we are believing for, because thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth, as it is in heaven. So in heaven, there is a, a, a clear, true you. God has a, a perfect you in mind, that he created after his own image. But then when we are born here, we are born like Christ, we empty ourselves <laughs> of our equality with God, and we are born naked as human beings. And then we go through the process to become our true self. And to me, the conclusion of that is when we experience this atonement. Are you guys getting excited and happy about this? Do you have faith for atonement? Teshuvah means returning to who you truly are. Teshuvah in English is recovery. Recovering a lost inner self. It is interesting that the year of Jubilee means that you recover everything that you lost. And in our relationship with God, we lost a lot <laughs> with the fall of man, with Adam and Eve. And the Day of Atonement is the day that we're going to return to who we truly were created to be without the, the nature, the fallen nature, the sin nature, the flesh nature. So we can go, but that's too much, too high. Who has ever done that? Exactly. <laughs> Nobody. Maybe only one, the Lord. But he opened the door and he became a high priest opening the door for us to go through the same process.
That's why he had to be born as a man, and he had to learn obedience. Okay, so here in 1 Thessalonians 5.23, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you entirely. This is speaking of something that it is a complete sanctification. And may your spirit and soul and body be preserved complete without blame at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So there's so much in this one verse here. Because he's saying, may your spirit be sanctified, be preserved. Yes, your soul, cool, but also your body. So I think that he's pointing to the fact that this experience of atonement, of being sanctified entirely, can happen here. And when the Lord returns, there will be people walking on this earth that have been sanctified entirely. So, Lord, help us. Help us to even believe for this. And not say it's impossible, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep coming here and taking communion, because it's going to be what we can do. You know, but then it's almost like being satisfied with the daily offerings and sacrifices, right? Whenever somebody would do something wrong, they would get, you know, some pigeons, chickens, lambs, and take to the priest, say, I'm sorry I did this wrong, I need to make an offering, right? But on the Day of Atonement, you didn't have to do anything. The high priest would do everything, and you would just stay home, and you rest. Do you guys want to read some of this? Look at this. Leviticus 16 is all about this. Then Aaron shall offer the bull for the sin offering, which is for himself, that he may make atonement for himself and for his household. So listen to this. This is the high priest, Aaron, beginning by making atonement for himself and his family. Maybe the tribe of Levi. He shall take two goats and present them before the Lord at the doorway of the tent of meeting. Aaron shall cast lots for the two goats, one lot for the Lord and the other lot for the scapegoat. Then Aaron shall offer the goat on which the lot for the Lord fell and make it a sin offering. Okay? Sin offering is still necessary here. But the goat on which the lot for the scapegoat fell shall be presented alive before the Lord to make atonement upon it, to send it into the wilderness as a scapegoat. So, let me 
find some more verses here that are important for us. Verse 21. Then Aaron shall lay both of his hands on the head of the live goat and confess over it all the iniquities of the sons of Israel and all their transgressions in regard to all their sins. And he shall lay them on the head of the goat and send it into, away into the wilderness by the hand of a man who stands in readiness. The goat shall bear on itself all of their iniquities to a solitary land, and he shall release the goat in the wilderness. So when we're talking about the Day of Atonement, we're not just talking about sins, but we're talking about taking all the iniquities all the, and we make a list, right? Our moods, our bad spirits, our inabilities, our arrogance, our pride, our division. And he puts that in that goat, and that goat carries it away. Verse 29, this shall be a permanent statute for you in the seventh month, on the tenth day of the month, you shall humble your souls and not do any work, whether the native or the alien, the Gentiles who sojourns among you. For it is on this day that atonement shall be made for you to cleanse you. You will be clean from all your sins before the Lord. So when we talk about atonement, like I said before, we're not talking about Passover, being saved being forgiven. We're not talking about Pentecost and receiving the Holy Spirit. We're talking about being sanctified entirely. We cannot confuse with salvation or Passover. You know, Passover, each household, individually, you would make a sacrifice. You would eat the lamb, apply the blood. We do that individually. We take communion. But then the Day of Atonement, you don't do anything. You pray for the priest <laughs> that he comes out alive, right? Listen to this. This is the angel talking to Mary and, I mean, this is about the birth of Christ, right? The angel appeared to Joseph. Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the, for the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, 
and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So Christ came to bring salvation. But John the Baptist said, the next day he saw Jesus coming to him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So the work of Christ has two steps. One is to bring forgiveness and then to remove the sin of the world. We still live in this reality like Paul in Romans 7. You know, the good that I want to do, I cannot do. And the evil that I don't want to do, I end up doing it. Right? Anybody with me on this one? Romans 7, 24. Look at this. For I joyfully, verse 22, concur with the law of God in the inner man. But I see a different law in the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin which is in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will set me free from the body of this death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So then on one hand, I myself with my mind am serving the law of God, but on the other hand, with my flesh, the law of sin. Paul saw the Lord. He was an apostle, a man of God. And he was saying, I still have a war within myself of these two natures. And what we have been called to do is to believe for the removal of this nature. How can we do that? We prepare ourselves. We return to the Lord. We repent. We pray. We make our offerings. We bring our offerings. You know. And we ask the Lord for the help so that we can change. 2 Corinthians 7, verse 9, it says, I now rejoice, not that you were made sorrowful, but that you were made sorrowful to the point of repentance. For you were made sorrowful according to the will of God, so that you might not suffer loss in anything through us. For the sorrow that's according to the will of God produces a repentance without regret, leading to salvation. But the sorrow of the world produces death. 2 Corinthians 7, 9 and 10. And we, we press on. We press on to know the Lord. We press on to say, Lord, we do not only want the forgiveness of sins. We thank you for the blood. We thank you for the communion. We thank you for the work of the Holy Spirit that brings conviction, that a lot of times brings sorrow, that leads us to repentance. 
But even that, we do, we do not want to abide in that. You know, I don't want to come here and just say, yeah, repent, repent. You know, and then next week, repent again, because, you know, last week was the same as the week before. <laughs> right? And then you, you just end up getting tired. And it seems like you're just going around this mountain. And I'm, I'm going, Lord, can we make progress in this one? Can we get to Romans 8? <laughs> right? Now there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ. And I think that this is what I, I want to believe for all of us. Let's go to Hebrews 10, and I'm almost done here. Hebrews 10 is talking about the work of Christ as the sacrifice on the Day of Atonement. And he's saying, every year, with the blood of animals, bulls, and goats, you had to repeat that every year, every year. And it worked. Because it was almost like God renewing, you know, the lease with Israel. Okay, they have atonement, let's do it one more year. You know, but when Christ came, he said, this is done. It's done already. Hebrews 10, 14, for by one offering he has perfected for all time those who are sanctified. And I want to bless us just with this cry to the Lord. Lord, we want to be sanctified. We want to be able to be the channels. Paul talks about the ministry of reconciliation. You know, how can we be and walk in the ministry of reconciliation if we do not have this? You know, how can we be a perfect expression of your love and your salvation to this world if we still live in Romans 7 with this duplicity? You know, we humbly ask, Lord, keep working with us. Yes. Keep working with our spirits. Keep cleaning us. Yes. We keep repenting. And we keep going back and saying, we need more of you. Continuing in Hebrews, Therefore, brethren, since we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he inaugurated for us through the veil, that is, his flesh. And since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a sincere heart, in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds. I bless this for us. Lord, let, let there be a boldness and a trust and a faith 
that we can walk through this door. That his flesh opened the door through the veil so that we can enter into this. You know, and we do not allow us to become satisfied with the communion, with the Passover, with the Pentecost, but creating us a hunger to ask and to keep on asking and knock and keep seeking until we get this. You know, and, and, and here in Hebrews, he continues to say, you cannot, after this, continue sinning. You know, so Lord, give us that awareness of what is not pleasing to you and enable us and help us. You know, this Day of Atonement is, is a Shabbat. It's a rest. You know, and say, we say, Lord, we're, we're tired of working. We're trying to deal with this fleshly nature. And we can't. We cannot do this. Only the high priest can remove from the whole people of Israel, the nation, you know, and, and he, not only that, he did atonement for the tabernacles, for the Holy of Holies, for all the furniture, everything. And we cannot do that. Only you can make atonement for this planet. Only you can make atonement for the human race. But teach us how to enter in your rest and receive this by faith. Amen? Amen. You guys want to stand up? Mahalo for listening to this message. If you are led to leave a rating and review, please feel free to do so. May God bless you.